Dustin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, Maurice, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm enjoying the springtime and keeping busy with work and stuff. What's going on with you? Not much. Um, so last week I told the listeners that my car <laughs> battery had died. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, all that got fixed and I was actually able to like take my car to the car wash for like the first time in forever. And okay. it's been, um, you know, it's springtime. So like all the pollen and stuff is starting to like be everywhere. And so my car was yes. just like covered in that yellow like sticky pollen so it was good to like get all that washed off and and cleaned up and looking very fresh for the springtime or almost summer i guess at this point yes yeah it's yeah i don't know usually my usually my allergies hit me like right after my birthday like early april i don't know what it is about this year and the pollen but literally like on wednesday my ass was just kicked. Like I've just been scratchy eyes, hard time breathing, runny nose, even when I take Zyrtec. So it feels very much springtime, but I'm still trying to enjoy it despite uh, the difficulties with just normal functions like breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, the best thing ever happened. So the craft store down in South Philly opened up. So it was AC Moore um, for the longest time. And then they, either went bankrupt or something, but Michael's, um, which is another craft store, um, Mm -hmm. bought them out. And so, but the location like closed completely. And it's been closed for, I want to say almost the entirety of lockdown. So I feel like they closed like February, March of last year, 2020. And then Mm -hmm. they like literally just opened up. I think like a couple of weeks ago, they still had the grand, reopening sign like ups and it, it still looked like very new like some of the shelves are empty and things like that but it was good to like get in there and like you know browse around and like get ideas and stuff right. you know, I'm a crafty bitch that's the one that's, you're talking about the the michael's down by um that walmart yeah, yeah well it's in a different parking lot but it's down there oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the same area but yeah it's like beside um there's ulta beauty there now and there's a mm-hmm. Planet Fitness right beside a Chipotle, which seems counterproductive, but yeah, I guess yeah. I've actually gone to that Planet Fitness before and then gone Ooh. right to Chipotle after. Yeah. yeah, I bet a lot of people do that though. Yeah, yeah. At least Planet Fitness doesn't serve like pizza anymore. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Oh. That sounds nice. This weekend, I just kind of um, you know hung out um, with friends, you know, did that stuff, took a friend to dinner for his birthday. That was lovely. I hung out with my boyfriend and, you know, saw people was outside when we could be and it was lovely when it was nice and when I was able to breathe. That was pretty much it. Cool. The weather was like in and out. Bipolar. Yeah. One day it was like <laughs> freezing cold. Next day it was like blazing hot. Mm-hmm. too much yeah it's like yeah. you don't know what to wear that's always a tough thing with spring yeah. all right well, let's get into our categories for the week um oh damn i always forget it what are you drinking maurice <laughs> <laughs> so this week there's a lot happening so um 
I'm drinking a Grogu margarita. So if you watch or you're a fan of the Star Wars franchise, Grogu is the name of Baby Yoda okay. um, from the Mandalorian season uh, series. And so uh, May the 4th, which is this week, is uh, mm-hmm. is um, Star Wars Day. So it's like May the 4th be with you, like a play on May the Force be with you. Uh, oh, and then also, um, you know, we have Cinco de Mayo on May 5th. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. On Wednesday. It's like my yeah. favorite drinking holiday. Um, so I have to figure out, you know, how I'm going to commemorate that and celebrate, obviously, with margarita. But I need to get my, yeah. my food fixings together because I'll be cooking that day. Yes. Yeah. So it's um, basically like a kiwi margarita, um, you know, because... Little baby Yoda is a little green, um, so it's like um, muddled kiwi, lime juice, and tequila. Nice, that sounds really good, yeah. actually. That's really good. And I'm usually not a fan of green drinks, but that sounds good. Nice, nice. This yeah. week, I'm just having um, champagne, <laughs> just drinking some bubbly. That's all I'm having this week, keeping it light. Cool, yes. All right, now, since I've jumped the gun, it's let's get into these categories for the week. So first up, mm-hmm. yeah, first up, it's time for category is. The first category, um, it was actually announced, um, like, I guess a few weeks ago at this point, maybe like two weeks ago. can't remember. But anyway, Caitlyn Jenner announced that she is running for governor of California. Gosh, that's um, why? Just why? Yeah. So in California, um, the governor, the current governor is Gavin Newsom, and he got recalled. So I guess if you have like enough people that are unhappy with you, you can basically pass around a petition, and if you get enough signatures, they can like recall the vote. So you have to like um have another election, and so he got recalled. You know, people are upset with him for like a number of things um one was like not appointing another black woman to fill kamala harris's senate seat right so now there's like no black latino person yeah but i mean still now there's like no black women in the senate okay so people were upset about that then like the wildfires and then the coronavirus stuff it was like a lot going on because he was like out at a restaurant one time when they were on lockdown, it was, it was like a lot of mess, but, um, yeah. So now they have this new election and, um, Caitlin threw her hat in the ring and running as a Republican, of course. Um, but she was also in the news like immediately after that, because she came out and said that she's basically anti-trans, which there was like you know statements you know um different states are kind of banning um trans youth from competing in certain sports so like a trans girl can't um compete with other girls like cisgender girls and um so caitlin made a statement that said that she supported that ban which girl I don't think you want to be doing that. Like what? Um, I think 
Caitlyn Jenner is just like a walking, you know, dichotomy within herself. Um, and, and it really doesn't make sense. And I try to, you know, I, I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet with people like, you know, misgendering her. And that's just transphobic and not cool, even if Caitlyn Jenner does have shit politics, in your opinion. But I just feel like it, it, it's people, we, you know, Caitlyn, before her transition, was socialized as a wealthy white man for the majority of her life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we can expect that, you know, in the very, you know, the last eighth of her life that her politics are going to change despite that she might have a certain lived experience her lived experience is still one that is very privileged and i don't think that you know sometimes you get to a point in age where people aren't you're stuck in their ways i'll just say that even if they've availed themselves of the opportunities to live a way that you know, oppress, you know, live in a way that's true to them in a system that oppressed them. I just think that, um, A, California already had a celebrity governor. Right. You know, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I was shocked when Arnold Schwarzenegger got elected all them years ago. Um, I wasn't like, shocked. Because he is, a, he's like a name, you know? Yeah, but he just, like, Maybe his association with the Maria Shriver kind of gave him some mm-hmm. cred. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kennedys. But I, right. But I think that, you know, he wasn't, again, you don't have to be a, a, a naturalized, not naturalized, but you don't have to be born in America to become a governor like, you, like you need to to be president. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't have a mastery of the English language <laughs> in the way that you would expect a governor to. He was the Terminator. Like, do we really, you know, he was kind of the first, at least in my memory, uh, the first celebrity executive office holder. Maybe, you know, Ronald, Ronald Reagan, Reagan. Was also an actor. Right, right. But I mean, then we have Donald Trump. And it's just like, are, mm-hmm. we need to get away from these celebrity politicians because we've, saw, we've seen what that has done. So why would you want Caitlyn Jenner, especially, you know, who's famous from the Kardashian mess, to, to run anything? Know, all I know Caitlyn Jenner to do is run over people and get away with it. Ooh. But so I'm just saying, run like, into the catalog because that's what you got them gold medals for. I guess, but I, I think that you know, in I think with you know the fact that she's even giving statements as a political, as a government, a gubernatorial candidate to TMZ shows the devolution of American politics and American um, anti-intellectualism. It's just insane well, to me. TMZ used to be like trash, but they're actually very credible and they break a lot more stories than like some of the other like cnn's and nbc's like they have their ear to the streets <laughs> and a lot of the you know a lot they do break a lot of stories i, I totally agree I, I feel like you know especially in the world that we live in today when mm-hmm. the news cycle is so fast and everything's so internet based you, it's not enough to have a story you need to be the one with it first and yeah. tmz does do that and tmz unlike the shade room I feel like it's usually always accurate. Like, if TMZ says it, then it's nine times out of ten. True. Um, You know, but there's also some ethical things I think that they don't take, like, the CNNs and the, you know, more established, uh, you know, publications might take because they're not a traditional journalistic uh, entity, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not as bad as, you know, 
other places that don't source their material, like blogs or Instagram pages. But I don't know. I, I don't mm -hmm. think you can. They're apples and oranges to me. Still, yeah, it's just ethical stuff. But I mean, like so the, go ahead. Like the fact that they broke the like um, Vanessa Bryant found out about that tragedy from mm -hmm. TMZ, like. Mm -hmm. Uh, a more major or more traditional news network would have content. You know, they wouldn't have broke it before she found out. Like, there's certain things that you just don't do, but that's neither here nor there. What's his name? Harvey Levin. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, Caitlin ran, is running for governor. Kanye went, ran for president. The family has been pretty. Um, I don't think they've said anything about the about this. Um, yet, because, you know, they probably want a statement from, like, Chris or, like, Kim, at least, but I know they have another breaking news story from inside their camp is that Tristan got caught cheating again, so they probably somewhere dealing with that. Oh, that's a mess. Is it in the show out <laughs> on Hulu or whatever? Not yet. So, Chris is doing, um, commercials for it, like, right now, but, um, mm -hmm. it's more like just, it, they don't have any, like, a premiere date or anything. She's just like in commercials on right. Hulu. Yeah. Um, the season is wrapping up. I forget, but sometime soon because they're still airing it now. But Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, good luck, Caitlin, girl, but I don't really <laughs> see it for you. Not oh, she's going to lose. She's going to lose her, uh, like, badly. Right. But again, it just it contributes to making like politics spectacle and you know a sideshow and a circus. Which it is or, right now. So yeah, maybe she does have a fun, chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like you know again, no one thought Donald Trump was going to win, and then look what happened. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't even think he was going to win. Like you, I don't know. I just don't like to test that kind of stuff. Mm. California is a really like big important state, but we shall see. When's mm. the election? Oh, I don't know. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live in California, so I guess we, we ain't got to know. Right. All right. Well, moving on from Caitlin's um, political aspirations onto a big divorce that was just announced. Um, one of the world's richest men, at least definitely America's richest man, um, one of them is Bill Gates. And him and Melinda girl are getting divorced. <laughs> the Rona broke up another relationship. Like, yes. people getting divorced, breaking up left and right. Um, I, like, it literally just came across <laughs> before we started yes. uh, right, recording. Right. But it's like, They've been together 27 years. They have, what, like three kids, um, billions and billions and billions of dollars. Like, girl, y'all couldn't make it work. Right. Their foundation, mm -hmm. which is major. Um, like, I know they I mean, booming off of Teams right now because everybody's on Teams. If you're not on Zoom, you're on Microsoft Teams. On Teams. Yeah, yeah. That's what we use at work. Um I don't know. I I, I, I think just in the place where they got so much money, it don't even matter. Like, I think she's definitely going to be. And who was Jeff Bezos' wife? Um, I forget her name. Mackenzie. Melinda's. 
McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKenzie and Melinda are gonna go to happy hour. They're going to <laughs> Kiki. They're gonna buy an island. They're gonna have a lot of fun together. They're about to be best Judys. Um, but I get it. Like, why, if you're not happy or satisfied in the marriage, leave? Yeah, y'all been together 27 years, but you got the next, you know, 15 to enjoy <laughs> life the way right. you want to enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but at that level. What's preventing you from being in the, you know, Parisian apartment or being, you know, in buying an island in Greece and living there? Like, if you don't want to be together, I think you can make it work. Like, you have a lot more means to make it work than, you know, just get a divorce because now you're getting none of that money. Your kids is grown. You're going to get a lump yeah, sum payout cool. like Sheree Whitfield was hoping for. And that's it. I, I think. I think at that age and at that level of wealth, it's not like, to your point, it's not like, you know, you can, you're right, you can make it work because you can create the lifestyle you want. You could probably mm-hmm. even have a situation where you have your little side piece, you know, live in separate residences. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I could think that is making them want to be divorced is, is if you want to be, if they want to be with someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Because if they want to marry someone else, because you can't, do that you can't be married to two people at once so i think that me i wouldn't be surprised maybe like melinda or bill wanted to marry somebody else maybe that's it just speculating because mckenzie did get married to that school teacher i was like girl oh she did get married Mm -hmm. oh she got seat quick fast in a hurry yep because you can be you know you can tolerate your husband with the billions, but if you were really in love with someone else and want to get married to them, you got to get divorced. You got to make that call. So that's what I think it is. I think Melinda found her a nice young man. Who's going to spend up all of her money. Probably one of the scholarship recipients from the Bill Gates, from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> Could be. Actually, we talk about this in the pre-show meeting, but did you hear about Janet Mock? Mm-mm. Child, let me tell you about that real quick. So, you know, Pose, uh, the third and final season just premiered on Sunday on FX. Mm-hmm. Um, do you watch that show? No. Okay, but you're familiar, right? Yeah, I know what it is, a knockoff of Paris okay. is Burning, but... Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because you know I don't feature um, Ryan Murphy. Right, you don't like Ryan Murphy, forgot. Mm-hmm. So, um, Janet Mock's an executive producer, and this is the third season, third and final season of the show. It was not renewed. Um, for a fourth season, obviously. And I think something with the funding, it's not like a traditional 12 season episode. I think it might be eight. Like they, there's less episodes mm-hmm. a season. Mm-hmm. So Janet Mock goes to the premiere party in New York City. And you know she divorced her fine husband to be with one of yeah. the show uh, people. Mm-hmm. She gets on stage allegedly drunk and starts curse. She has a 20 minute speech cursing out Ryan Murphy cursing out <laughs> FX and the network. She says she only makes forty thousand dollars an episode. They're exploiting the trans woman on the show. She 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 uh, asked her boyfriend to stand up, and she told him and the whole audience at the same time that she cheated on him. Yeah, <laughs> but that but that he ain't going nowhere because she loves him. It was I was like reading about it on um page six, and it was a mess. And allegedly afterwards, like she was found like crying you know she won her career but she basically went up there and gave a drunk speech and read the room and um it was upsetting but 
maybe she'll be, well, she's not married, but that could be leading towards divorce or at least a messy, a messy split. But Janet Mock had a messy moment and I've always liked her, but I really wish that that was like on film somewhere. I'm surprised it wasn't. Nobody filmed it? Nobody filmed it. Oh. Well, well, at least no one released the film. I'll say that. I'll say that. So how you know about it? Because people reported about it to page six uh-huh. and there was people in the room and yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were That's talking about it, you know, on the Instagram, on the interwebs and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, any other categories for the week? No, I think that's it. It was a light week. Very, very light week. All right. Well, let's hop into I said what I said. You wanna go first? Yeah, so my I said what I said for this week is Going out to, um, I saw this Lexus commercial the other day, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of problems with it. Like one, um, they had Emmanuel is it Acho? Acho? Can't remember. He's a oh, football yes. player, but now he has, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, but now he has the um, the podcast. You know, uncomfortable conversations. Um, with a black man, and he's been getting a lot of attention because um, I don't know if he had it previously. I don't really know much about him, but I know he had a um, like a book, and he had he was getting a lot of attention around um, the past like summer with all the racial um, unrest and situations that were going on okay. uh, following George Floyd, and so you know now he's become one of these you know activists or whatever. But so it's a Lexus commercial and he's like preparing for like a speech or something. So he's, you know how a commercial usually starts and has like a voiceover. And so first you hear the voiceover, but then he like starts coughing and like clearing his throat. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? And he's, um, you know, talking about let's get uncomfortable. And I guess he's sh- trying to show him like preparing for this, this speech or interview or whatever. And so he's like repeating himself and then he's like training and running. He's running through like on the track and like going about his day preparing for whatever. And it just seemed out of place because, you know, one is a car commercial. Then, you know, they're using him to kind of backslide into this, you know, like conversation about race and, you know, the time we live in and, you know, him being having this book and this podcast and like this, I believe it's a YouTube channel too. And he's, you know, doing all of this. And I'm like, "Mm, is this appropriate for a car commercial? Okay. Like it just seemed very out of place. And then, you know, you're trying to sell this new car and you know, black people love a Lexus, but, (laughs) um, but then I a car, so you know, the daughter Alexa, exactly. Oh God, I can't believe I just quoted Kanye. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, now let's get uncomfortable. I'm like, if I'm driving a Lexus, I kind of want to be comfortable. So like, the wording of it is kind of awkward too. So I don't know how that got through marketing, but um, but yeah, it just seemed one. It seemed opportunistic. Like, let's get this guy who's doing all this, you know quote-unquote activism and you know now he's the voice of the big black man and mm-hmm. he also looked uncomfortable in the car because mm-hmm. i don't know if it just had didn't have enough room in it but um to use that kind of message 
in a commercial where you're selling a car, a, you know, a quote unquote luxury car is just, you know, a Lexus is really just a souped up Camry, but right. it just didn't fit for me. Mm. And like, you can't be using the movement to get you a free Lexus manual and then, you know, get you a check as well. It's like, you can't sell out like that. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, like, trying to have the intersection of social justice and mm-hmm. vehicles yeah. is a little, it's just forced. And, like, ain't nobody trying to think about that while they ride in a luxury vehicle. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, yeah. I, I saw the commercial and it, it did seem odd to me, but I just kind of kept it pushing. Wow. Yeah, they're, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And they need to take it off there. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, commercials, my answer what I said, I can, is, I'll start with the commercial to intro it. My boyfriend and I were laying in bed for the Ooh. weekend. We watched this commercial with John Legend, yeah. like, talking really prophetically and solemnly and powerfully about, you know, the vaccine for COVID and how people should get the vaccine. I forget what organization did it, but just Google, like, John Legend and COVID vaccine commercial. And it was like a long commercial spot. It was maybe like a at least a 45-second, maybe 60-second commercial. And he's like, of course, sitting behind a piano, and he's walking around the room, and there's these huge, like, um, sheets almost, or just fabrics hanging in front of a brick wall, and they're projecting images of people onto the fabric. And he's just talking about how important it is to save our communities and why we should be healthy and getting people back to work and resuming life and doing it responsibly with the vaccine. And I'm, me and my boyfriend looked at each other halfway through and I said, is it me or is everybody in this commercial black? And my boyfriend was like, no, definitely is. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And I get that, you know, we're at a stage now where the vaccine rollout is happening. Um, America has lots of vaccines, you know, I want to also just say it's sad that India is going through what it's going through with their COVID numbers. But I, I sometimes get a little frustrated when there's like a, a, a overly pointed commercial or message to specifically Black people to get vaccinated when there has been data showing that not Black people aren't the only group of people who have skepticism around getting vaccinated or who have concern or pause and that there's also not a lot of outreach and that also in major communities of color, cities of color like Philadelphia, um, there are Black people who want to get the vaccine but don't have as much access for a myriad of different reasons. But the commercial to me was just so heavy-handed and so forced. I, 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 again, I found it funny because they were definitely trying to target a certain group. And I just said, they might as well have just said, Negroes, go get your damn vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like, because that was the underlying tone, you know, after all the pretty music and the pretty speeches. But then also, like, you know, just walking around the city, it's crazy because now the CDC says you ain't got to wear your mask. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I I thought that, to be honest, I thought that, like, outdoors that people would just not have their mask on. And I'm actually mm-hmm. surprised um, with the number of people that actually are keeping their mask on. Because um, I just thought it was going to go from, like, 100% mask or, like, 90% mask wearing outdoors to zero. Um, but it's not about 50. But I still think that people should be wearing their mask outside within communal spaces. Because now what is happening is just... You know, you want to run into Starbucks, you want to run in somewhere, then you don't have your mask. It's just, I think people should still be wearing their mask outside, but that's just me. Yeah, as soon as Uncle Joe said that, 
you know, if you're fully vaccinated, then you don't have to wear masks. I knew all the masks were coming off because right. there's no way to tell that someone's fully vaccinated. Exactly. And so we we went for a walk on um, at some point this weekend, and um, nobody had a mask on except for me mm. <laughs> because I don't fuck with y'all like that. But um, but yeah, nobody was wearing a mask. It was like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just you have to trust. Well, you're, not, you're vaccinated, like okay, I guess, and I'll you have with the mask. But you're, I guess some people, to your point, you can't verify if they're vaccinated, mm-hmm. and if they're unvaccinated, then that's just the risk. I guess they're taking with other unvaccinated people. I guess that's the logic behind the CDC making that choice. But I still think it was a little, a little soon because you also have to know human. Um, you know, human nature. reaction, how humans are, you know, human nature, yes. As soon as you tell people that they ain't got to do something that they've been bitching about for over a year, mm-hmm. they're going to burn the masks and have a, a bonfire and a celebration. It's over. It's a wrap for the masks outdoors. But I don't know, like New Jersey, and I think Pennsylvania too, is like restaurants, gyms, shops, movie theaters are all going back full force May 19th. So mm-hmm. it'll definitely be a, it's definitely a culture shock, you know, going back into the real world. But for who you've been out, I don't. I'm just saying it's going to be a culture shock for people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna stay home. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right, child. Well, let's get into our last and my favorite segment of the show. It's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. Who's your tens going to this week, Maurice? Well, my tens this week is actually going to Uncle Joe and <laughs> Aunt Kamala because they just uh, finished their first 100 days in office and they've been having a really good time. They've been getting it done with the COVID yes. response. They've been getting the vaccines um, out. They surpassed their goal of getting, first it was 100 million shots um, by the first 100 days and then they increased it to 200 million um, shots in the first 100 days, and they surpassed that. Um, they got y'all them stimmies, so everybody's like burning, um, burning them all up. And then he's uh-huh. also, you know, making a real dent in the mess uh, at the border and getting those kids reunited with with their families. So last I heard, right. they were down to like maybe around a thousand, maybe less than a thousand. Um, mm-hmm kids who aren't but it was like over five thousand, maybe even more when he took office um just a few months ago so i'm excited they had the first um he gave like his it wasn't a full state of the union it was more like kind of like an update um but he had it was the first time in history that a president had two women sitting behind him so he had nancy pelosi as speaker of the house and then kamala harris as the first woman to be vice president of the united states and she looked good too but uh yes. but yeah tens for uncle joe and aunt kamala that's awesome tens to them yes <clears throat> well uh before i give my tens i'm just gonna give an announcement to all our listeners um i just want to say that Doing this podcast has been such a joy for me. Um, Maurice and I came up with this idea, and Maurice really pushed me to do it over two years ago. And it's been such a constant in our life. We've been recording, you know, every Monday for over almost two and a half years straight, which is impressive. I will say, Maurice, we've been very consistent. Um, 
And it's been great, you know, meeting listeners, developing content, and, and sharing our friendship and our ideas and our silliness with you guys. Um, but, you know, I think that we all have to look at our lives and, and what fits in our lives and what grows and what projects we want to do next and what's best for us and also best for category is and in our, our listeners. And this is going to be my second to last show. So the next episode, episode 335, will be Justin's last um show as a co-host on category mm. is but i want to give all of our listeners all of our supporters everyone who has been there from the very very beginning we were just two guys uh that were nervous in my apartment with my dog barking and ambulance running um to developing this podcast and doing all the things we've done traveling to canada being in magazines overseas you know going to conferences um doing live shows it's been a real joy for me to share this experience with you guys. I've grown so much, I've learned so much, um, and it's something I'll never forget. So I just wanna give attends to all the listeners and supporters who have been there for the past two and a half years. And I also just wanna say that I you know, wish Category is so much joint success. I'm gonna be one of your biggest supporters and fans um, as a podcast goes forward. So that's my time this week, guys. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Categories. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. So we'll be back next week, right, Maurice? We will. All right. Everyone be safe. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.